This morning, we mark the beginning of our regular church year. Most Unitarian Universalist congregations take some kind of break during the summer months, either knock off services altogether. Not too many of us do that anymore, but some of the smaller groups do. Um, or more often make do with simpler, more casual and informal services. So it is that most of our Unitarian congregations, the Sunday after Labor Day, uh, for most of us, is kind of a resumption Sunday. Our Unitarian forebears, the ministers anyway, were enamored with the academic model that included time off during July and August for study and relaxation. That model has filtered down to today roughly two-thirds of our Unitarian Universalist churches and fellowships across North America are having formal in-gathering services this morning. Many, probably most, of them will include a water communion ceremony as we are in the midst of doing. However, this is a recent development. Were you to happen upon a Unitarian or Universalist worship service 150 years ago, it would look a lot different. More Christian, for one thing, or look and feel a lot more churchy at any rate. Our spiritual ancestors were liberals, all right, but they coalesced around what they called pure religion. Love your neighbor help and be kind to the dispossessed and poor, work for justice, this sort of thing. They tended to understand and express their religion and their religious faith in the language and metaphors of the Bible. Over time, all of this has changed. Growing cultural pluralism, the theory of evolution, widespread compulsory universal education, all these and more have contributed to a new, more secular way of seeing and understanding the world. A worldview that most of us and most of our fellow citizens in the United States share. Coming up with connecting symbols and stories for folks like us to coalesce around was what led a group of UU feminist activists led by the hymnist Carolyn McDade to create the first water communion at a continental women and religious convo religion convocation in East Lansing, Michigan in 1980, 41 years ago. Carolyn McDade was the hymnist who wrote Spirit of Life that we sing often here and uh, um, the other one about uh, come sing a song with me and there's a couple others in our hymnal writing about it later that is about the women and religion convocation Carolyn wrote we were beginning to reach for new and inclusive symbols and rituals that speak to us of our togetherness to one another to the totality of life and to our place on the planet we moved in an intuitive response to the potential of water's presence 
and deep meaning in all of our lives. No doubt our feminist UU forebears of 40 plus years ago had been inspired by some of the same classical ideas expressed by poets over the ages, sharing the sounds of waters run from the mountains to the sea as our children's story did, trickling down, trickles rather become gurgles and babbles and then rushing streams becoming great meandering rivers all the way to the ocean. Like Carolyn McDade, <clears throat> the poetry of legendary Chinese sage Lao Tzu repeatedly points out and it celebrates water's feminine aspects. How the like Tao is water, writes Lao Tzu, the profound and eternal female. Similar imagery comes from the Enuma Elish, a 4,000-year-old Mesopotamian creation story that, like Lao Tzu, antedates the Bible. In the Enuma Elish, all life is churned up and comes to birth out of the mingling of the salt and fresh waters where the Tigris and Euphrates empty into the Persian Gulf. Creation legends, like the, Enuma Ulit, like the Enuma Elish, are myths, that is, picture imagery or poems. Poems about dynamics and energies that are happening all the time. In this case, how creativity happens from the mixing of everyone's energy into a common vision with common goals. That is what genuinely creative communities are all about. And it's what everyone I've met here over the last three years is hoping this coming year is all about at East Shore Unitarian Church as you think seriously and begin the process of calling a full-time settled minister. There is something transformational, almost magical, about genuinely creative communities how being part of them gives energy back to us as we give of ourselves. Such communities are synergistic, a term made popular by the late neo-futuristic architect, sustainability advocate, and lifelong Unitarian R. Buckminster Fuller. A group is synergistic, Fuller held, when the whole is clearly and powerfully greater than the sum of its parts. Moreover, synergistic communities nurture and support nascent creativity within each member. It's as though in joining hearts and forces, we give one another wings to grow, to be more creative and collectively more culturally creative in our community. Let us pledge to do our best to be that way and to encourage it among ourselves in the year ahead. And now let us now celebrate a here and now mythic remingling of energies among us in our own unique UU synergistic home. In closing, we celebrate the gathering of these waters as we celebrate this community gathered in the spirit of free inquiry, kindly support, and meaningful service as we are beginning our year together. COVID notwithstanding, may it be a great year. Amen.